We are Coming In Hot, the podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. Now today, we got a very, very, very special guest. If you want to talk about taxes, if you're a small business, if you're a big business, if you're in the business that I am, this is the man that I use. We talking about Ira, a bulletproof taxes in the building. What up, Ira? Hello there, Cecil. How you doing today? Hey, I'm great, man. And, you know, thanks for coming through. Uh, you know, one thing people always ask me is about, you know, taxes. How does LLCs work? And I always refer them to you. <laughs> because, you know, I've, I've been through quite a few bookkeepers and for some reason, things just always get mixed up. I don't know how to explain it, but when I came to you and I was like, this is, this is what I got. This is what I want to do. You gave me the plan on how to move forward, how to work things out and before we get started, I just want to thank you, you know, for all you've done so far. We've only been doing business for about a year, but this last year has been very good for me. So I wanted to bring you on, you know, it's tax season right now. A lot of people are like, you know, how can I, you know, save on my taxes? What can I do for this next year? You know, we, we talk quite a bit, you know, about planning and you know how to move forward in business and you do my personal too so all of that is really you know influential and in, you know the growth of Nash and Proper the growth of you know the admin company the growth of my personal life so to to get started where are you from and you know how did you get started with the tax business okay well Originally, but to go background where I'm from, that's all the way back from Chicago. So, yeah, there you uh, go. That, that's that's town in the building, everybody. <laughs> uh, how how was it growing up in Chicago, Ira? <laughs> let's, let's tell the people. Well, let's see. You, well, you, what you call it is coming in hot. Coming in hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> hot, <laughs> windy. <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was the hot windy city. <laughs> it was the hot windy city. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, it was always fun. It was always fun and exciting in, in, in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in fact, one of my first businesses I started back there. Um, the attorney who set it up when I started getting me to understand all how all this works. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing she told me. Well, well make sure you get a good accountant mm -hmm. and, 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 and somebody good to uh, do your taxes for you. Mm -hmm. And so then from that point on, then that's when I started like kind of like studying it and finding out better ways to save on, on taxes. So is this the tax business or is this a whole different business? Oh, that was a whole different business. Okay. Actually that was a business based off of, um, it was a, it was a house cleaning business. 
Mm. So that was based off of a project I was doing from my uh, from my master's degree. So I was working on that, and then this came up. The research just kind of fell into place. So that just kind of worked mm-hmm. uh, from that. So that kind of like started there, and then I left that when I moved out here, though. Okay. Uh, and then and, and so that and then started the tax business in here in two thousand seven. Yep. Okay. So uh, you've been so here since two thousand seven. Well, I came here in 90, though. So oh, okay. I, was in, I was in the corporate world first. I did that, did that, um, what's called a Fortune 100 company out there. And, and it came out here and run, to run this territory out this way. Okay. And, um, and so it just kind of even started learning more about what businesses can do. Because mm-hmm. what, what, what the beauty of it is by experiencing it and understanding it, now I know like how you can do what you do. <laughs> and so, and so, if you're a C corporation, you're the same as you got the same status, same deductions, same everything else as any other uh, Fortune 100 company. Mm-hmm. So why not take advantage of it? Yeah, you know, and we we just set up our first C corp uh, this last year, and uh, we this is our first tax season with it, so I'm gonna see. yeah 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 so one thing another thing people always ask me is why a bookkeeper and an accountant like can you explain to the people out there what the difference is between a cpa and what you do okay Main difference between a, a, a CPA is that they just have the experience. We call it like a certified, they're a certified public account. That's mm-hmm. what it's. That's what it stands for. So they went through some rigorous training to understand about how to keep books and how to, um, you know, just to keep like how make sure the accounting isn't properly done. Uh, and mainly, what you need those for is if, if when you're going out to if you have a corporation and you and you want to take that company public, mm-hmm. then you have to show your books, right? Mm-hmm. And, and as part of your book, so then your, the people have to look at your books so they can understand, uh, is this a valid company to invest in? Mm-hmm. You know, are, are the books cooked? Yeah. Um, so they, wanted, they, need, they need to know that. So mm-hmm. the certif- certified public accountants is supposed to be certified that these books are actually right and proper. Gotcha. So you can make a good, intelligent decision when you come in and you invest in the company. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest difference. Okay, that's that, that's the biggest difference. Other than that, it's all uh, debits and credits. Yeah. So you so you're saying uh, if you have a CPA, that's more of the big big picture. That's you know you're trying to go public. You want people to invest in that company through stocks, and you know. So what you do is more of a concise look at what a CPA does. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So this is tax season, Ira. Well, I want to back up a little bit. What are some of the biggest mistakes? And I, I hope you tell me the first, you say the first thing you told me when I went in there so what's the biggest mistake that a small business can do with their taxes? Well, well, one of the biggest, the biggest mistake is for a small business is not planning. Mm. That's the, that's the biggest mistake because you need to plan like how, 
you need to plan for your growth mm-hmm. and you need to plan for what happens in, in, in case things happen. Like, like, for example, what happens when, what do you do when a pandemic comes? You need to. <laughs> Should be in everybody's new business plan moving forward. I tell people that all the time. If you don't have pandemic in that business plan, you, you fucking up. <laughs> yeah, because, no, no, you're, you're right. Because, uh, literally, we got hit from something that was kind of like completely blindsided you. Mm-hmm. If you take a look at it, like you didn't figure you could just shut your business down. Uh, and then you have to kind of figure out how to how to get back open. But being creative people, though, we figure out ways to operate. Mm-hmm. And so once you do that, then you and you're good. But you still. So, but the biggest mistake that's that's one big mistake. And then the next mistake is um, really um, not just um, taking advantage of everything that's out there. Yeah. For you. Mm-hmm. Like. like hiring somebody who really knows what they're doing and uh, that's going to benefit you. Cause my philosophy is this, you got in the business for you mm-hmm. and your family Yep, and make money for them. Yep. All right. So um, we, we were talking about um, the, the biggest mistakes, but I want to tell you, <laughs> this is the funniest thing, you know, like if, when I came into your office, you're like, all right, do you have a QuickBooks? And I was like, yes, I do. You're like, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, no, I just got a QuickBooks because everybody says you should have QuickBooks. And you said, delete the QuickBooks, please. (laughs) (laughs) Really, you can QuickBooks and get you in trouble. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can I can write this one off. I can put this one over there. Yeah. <laughs> they make it sound so simple, but you put it in wrong. It'll be so messed up that you'll you'll be owing money. It'll be showing you made money that you didn't make. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, the QuickBooks can mess you up if you really don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's why they have those agents on there now. They always got the agents on the commercials now. <laughs> they got they got smart, so now it's like, oh yeah, you can do it yourself. And then when you run into a problem, now you call us and we'll charge you to fix it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, so um, tax season right now. How busy are you? Like. <laughs> I know you're just cranking right now because you know it, it is well, funny. We're busy, but we yeah. <laughs> we're busy, but we we're, we're managed busy. So from the standpoint of um, we have a nice business clientele, so we're not rushing. They're not rushing in the door to um, get it filed like today, today, yeah. uh, and and that and that much of a hurry. Uh, we have a few of those, but we're not we don't have that many of them. So mm-hmm. that means we're, we're not constantly bombarded because uh, our goal is mainly we want to serve the client the best we possibly can mm-hmm. so if, if you want to come in one and get one done in 30 minutes and walk out this, this is really not, not fast food this <laughs> is your finances you're talking about yeah <laughs> so, exactly so you, need really, uh, you need to really take a good look at it and make sure you're getting everything you can. Just because you're getting a refund don't necessarily mean you're getting the best refund you can get. Yep. Yeah. So that's 
So, so, so we're basically, but we're, uh, we're ready to handle it though. Yeah. So what do you think like with businesses, are they, are there like some mistakes that are like always there, you know, like, you know, uh, like me with the QuickBooks thing, is there any other kind of, you know, when you come in and you're just like, man, why did you do this? Or is it just those credits and things that they just don't know about are, are those big mistakes or is there something else where they're coming to you and you're like, Oh, get, get the hell, get this out of here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, most of it is, uh, I like the question you said about the LLC. Well, should I do an LLC or something like that? Mm-hmm. And it all kind of stems from there. And then it just goes out of, out of whack from there. Um, Cause I need to, well, I, I got an LLC, so I'm ready. I went, I went to legal zoom. I got an LLC and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just ready to go. Yep. And well, really you're not. Mm-hmm. Because technically you didn't you didn't finish the process. Okay. So the LLC just is what it does. It, it's it's not a taxing. It's not it's not recognized by the IRS. It's to help you protect you, but it's not recognized by the IRS as one of the filing forms. So you can file as a corporation. Yep. You know, you file as a corporation, S corporation, and then you can file individually and as a partnership. Mm-hmm. But you don't file as an LLC. There's not a filing status as an LLC. Yeah. So you got to determine which one you want. So typically, if you just left it at that point, you're at a sole proprietor still on a Schedule C. Yeah. So break that down because we got we got sole prop, which is pretty much, you know, you're bringing in the money. You could go grocery shopping. You could, you know, like you could do whatever, but you can't write that stuff off. Correct. Exactly. You can kind (laughs) of. They really want you to have a separate business account for it, mm-hmm. but you can kind of get away with it if you don't a little bit because um, it's still you. You're the sole prop, so no matter what, it's your money anyway. You're so, going to get taxed either way it comes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the disadvantage of that is once you start going above a certain amount of income, you need to move that to the next step mm-hmm. so that you can plan your growth by, by also reducing your tax liabilities. And that's so, the S-Corp. Yeah, and that, there you go. And that's the S-Corp. That's okay. when you want to go to the S-Corp. So, because right off the bat, most people will look at it and you'll save yourself about 15% in taxes right off, right off the bat with the S-Corp. But you also get, I mean, you also get some nice little benefits yep. uh, from that. Uh, I do warn people like if you're if you're not a good record keeper, <laughs> <laughs> do not do an escort. Call Ira. <laughs> you need some help. <laughs> because uh, yeah, because one of the things about an escort is if you over let's see, they give you like about three years. They don't say when they might start doing it. But one of the things in California is kind of like a penalize you for it. Mm-hmm. Is you'll get an audit for the escort to see if you are spending some of those funds on your groceries mm-hmm. from the business. And then they want to tax you on that. They want to see if you are using some of the uh, charges out of the business account to put gas in your tank mm-hmm. of your car and putting the money that way. Mm-hmm. And then they want to know because then when they do that, then they say, Oh, you got to pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. And we want we want our share. So you really need to be organized 
and separating things when you go the S corporation way. Mm-hmm. So if you're not ready for that, then unfortunately you you have to miss out on some of those benefits because they will they will get you in California. Yeah, uh, and it'll cost you a lot more. Yeah, you know, like somebody, you know, like I think when we first started talking, I was going through it with, uh, you know, uh, BOE. It wasn't like a full on audit, but they were in my shit, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, th- thanks for helping me out with that. You know, it took, it took a whole team. You know? <laughs> Yeah, they are quite interesting when they try to get you. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it's funny because you like you, you try to be slick, and they're just like, "No, just send me. No, I just need this." You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they're really, you're right. There's really slick little questions they ask sometimes. It's like make you think, "Oh, I got this, and I just send them that." And then it's like, "Oh, now you open up a big can of worms, so you you got yourself in trouble." Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it is interesting. When you don't know, just just, just ask for help. And, and this is one of the areas where you know um, nobody's going to doubt your ability to run your business because really you run your business. Mm-hmm. That's why you got in the restaurant because that's what you're good at. Oh yeah, and then you're good at that. Only I thing I'm it. good at, Ira. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I call I call it stay in your lane. <laughs> Well, what do you what do you say about because I, I hear these people all the time, Ira, and they're like, I learned how to do my taxes on YouTube. Like, if you're not on you, or if you're not on YouTube, just doing your taxes, why are you paying? Like, why do people think YouTube can teach them how to do tax? Maybe they can, but if you have a business. And like you said, like I'm in the restaurant business. I've been cooking for 22 years now professionally. Why am I going to automatically become a a tax preparer or an accountant for myself? You know what I mean? Just because I want to save a couple hundred dollars. Uh, Yeah, you really, technically you really really shouldn't. Because I'll say it like this. Bill Gates, people can kind of recognize it. He said if he had a better understanding of the tax code when he started in business, he would have became a billionaire faster. Mm. So it's almost like for him, it's like, so you have to look at it, the time you divert Mm -hmm. to try to, because you can't, nobody can, I mean, if if you don't, you're not in this game, you can't, you can't master this game if you're not in it all the time. Because the, the codes are so deep and there's just so many of them, there's so many angles and there's so many ways to interpret. So it's like for him, if for him to stop down, to, to stop and pick up a $20 bill that he dropped, mm-hmm. it cost him more money to do that. Mm-hmm. So if he's trying to run out the $20 bill, it's going to cost him $1,000 to try to find the 20 Mm-hmm. And so you as a business owner, if it costs him that much, what is it costing you? And you're starting right now. Okay. It's costing you an awful lot. So you need to like let somebody take care of that. Like, like myself, I don't cut my grass. Mm. <laughs> somebody else do that. Okay. I like green grass. <laughs> I like green grass. 
But I ain't got time to be like, oh, I'm about to like fertilizer, do this, do that. I got to set the water temperature, this, that, that. That just takes too much time. I yeah. rather than how many tax returns I could have done in that time. Yeah. <laughs> one, one other thing that I always see on YouTube is people just saying, set up an LLC. Okay. Yeah. So you set up an LLC, <laughs> but it's not making any money. What do you do with it? Right. That's, a, that's so true. Um, that's, a, that's a really good question. A lot of people say that, and then it's like, okay, well, just set up an LLC. You just can't keep setting up. And one thing, in California, you just don't want to be setting up. <laughs> Any other some other states, yes, that might be a good option. But uh, in California, hey, you know? hey, my folks in California, open those ears, clean them out right now. Because why do you want to pay the eight hundred bucks if you're not making any money? Mm-hmm. You got to pay California eight hundred dollars whether you make money or lose money. They, yep. they don't care, but they don't want the eight hundred dollars. So, so that's, that's so what if joke. you what if you set up this LLC? And somebody, you know, like you come with a business and you have the LLC, the business 1099 you. Are you able to pay yourself from your LLC? Is that making enough of a dent in that LLC? Well, you can do that only if you make that LLC an S corporation. Gotcha. So if it's a sole proprietor, yeah, no, then you don't you don't pay yourself a you don't you don't pay yourself. You just keep what's left if you're a sole proprietor. Mm-hmm. So you just you just keep what's left. But if you're um, but if you're a, a S corporation, then you also don't pay you don't you don't pay yourself with a ten ninety nine in the S corporation. Mm-hmm. You have to pay yourself a W two. Yep. The company the could ten ninety nine you that you're working for. But right. you that set up a W-2 for yourself within your LLC. Yes. Yep. Set up and pay yourself a W-2. Now, the, diff- the beauty of that, though, is let's say you made, you netted $100,000. Mm-hmm. You don't want to pay yourself $100,000. No. You got to pay yourself what's reasonable. Yep. So, I mean, you're only making 100, 100 grand, so you, reasonable might be 15, might be 25. It's just... It's, it's, it's what's reasonable. Yep. For what you for what you're doing. Right? Yeah. But that's still making that LLC work. It's moving. You know, you got you just want movement inside that LLC. You know, like yes. and that that's the one thing that you taught me over this year is like you just can't have stagnant shit out there. You know, just don't pop up with these LLCs. Yeah, you know, because now I have a holding company. I have you know the Nash and Proper LLCs. And, you know, like, so, um, one, one other thing people love saying this shit too. I don't write that off. I don't write. Oh, just go ahead and write that off. What is a (laughs) write-off? A write-off is any expense that's ordinary and necessary for your business. Mm -hmm. So you, you just can't write off. Anything. It has to be ordinary and an ordinary expense or a necessary expense for your business. So 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 people out there with the LLC S Corps, you can't have your uh what what would it be? What would it be? Like a gym membership. Right, can't have the gym membership. <laughs> 
Uh, here's, here's one which you most people may think they could, but you can't write off your life insurance. Mm. You can't write off your life insurance payment. Because it's a term? No, because it's not an ordinary and necessary business expense. Oh, but you can have life insurance through your business. For a key employee, you can have life insurance for a key employee. Mm. So let's say, for example, if you had, um, let's say you had a general manager managing everything, right, for you. Mm-hmm. And that person is particularly a, a key employee. Mm-hmm. So what it would take you to replace that person, right? Okay. So, similar, so if it cost you to replace that person, train them and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can have insurance on them for that. Mm-hmm. So if something happened to them, now you got the you got the money now to go back and have to train and rehire or bring somebody in right away to replace them mm-hmm. who has that much experience. So you can so you can have insurance on them on that key employee, uh, and that you can write off. Okay, because it's ordinary ordinary necessary business expense. All right, people out there, are you listening to Ira? Don't just be writing off bullshit. You got to be within your business. Right. Can't ride off your shoes. Can't ride off your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, I had one guy tell me one time, he said, I heard if you go downtown and you get a business license, then you can just write off everything. I said, no, you have to actually operate a business. <laughs> you have to operate a business. Yeah, and I think that's where people get in trouble, Ira. It's like, you know, because I'll be flipping on YouTube. I'm just like everybody else. I'm over there scrolling, but, you know, I got the guy in the Lambo, you know, like talking about how, you know, the business and all this stuff. And one thing you told me is like, don't put your damn cars under there. And I got a mobile food business. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you really got to watch out. I mean, you, like I said, it's, you really don't know who these people are. Yeah. It is YouTubers. So, I mean, if I wanted to, I mean, yeah, I can go, I can get a car, a fancy car ride down the street. They even got now a thing where you can even rent your, uh, you, you can rent out Rolexes if you want to every, every 30 days. <laughs> Keep up with so, the appearances, huh? So, so I can <laughs> so I can appear that way if I want to be, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it's, 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 but it's not an ordinary necessary business expense. <laughs> you need to ride around Rolex on. Man, so what what do you think the average percentage of uh, taxes are you paying back for business per year? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, that's a really great question. The average on most businesses, well, they'll pay back in taxes. Mm-hmm. The ones that are not the... Yeah, not not taking advantage of all the full uh, things that they could probably take a mm-hmm. advantage of. I would probably say they may end up paying close to like about uh, on a rough average, probably about forty-five to fifty-five cents on a dollar. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere, 
somewhere about there, 45. And if you're really not paying attention, you could pay, you'll be above that. Oh yeah. And you know, if you're, if you got penalties somewhere, like, and the, the reason the real, the one reason I really wanted you on here is so people could understand the government ain't going nowhere. Like, that's the thing. Like people try to do all these tricks and you know, this and that the government, they see you, you know what I mean? Like, they, <laughs> if you think they're going somewhere, here's, here's something that'll, 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 that'll shock. So if you think they're going somewhere, if you go, if you got a, and you thought, oh, I stopped paying on it. I'm just not going to pay on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, they ain't bothering me. They ain't said nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, you can do that. But the day you get your social security check, mm-hmm. zeroed out. Get that money. <laughs> Zeroed out. Yes, I, I know a few people that happened to. <laughs> the day you get the Social Security check, they're going to come knocking at Well, they ain't going to come knocking at your door. They're just going to send you a check that's going to be a lot less than what you thought you were going to be getting. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. <laughs> I I know a few people that happened to, and they're like, oh, yeah, I was off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have you ever got a paycheck before in your life? <laughs> in fact, here, here here's another one they've done before too, which I which shocked me the first time I saw it. So let's say I had a student loan, right? Mm-hmm. And then I died, didn't pay it back. They could still come back to your your descendants. Oh yeah, I heard that one too. Yeah, <laughs> for that, for yep. that money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and one so, one thing too, like um, because I had I I I think I told you this, but I had two separate student loans, and I didn't know they were separate. So I'm paying on the private part of the loan, and I think I'm doing good. Executive chef, I'm like cool. I'm making some money. I got money saved. I go to, you know, to a realtor. My boy was in, um, you know, like loan loans and stuff. So I'm like, hey, man, you know, like I'm ready to, you know, get a house, about to get married, blah, blah, blah. And he ran my credit. He's like, dude, you're like hella delinquent on your student loans. I was like, no, I pay every month. So I go and I, you know, I call in Sally Mae like, hey, what's going on here? And they're like, yeah, you've been paying on one of the loans. But you've been paying on the wrong loan. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, the feds, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a good two years of my life trying to get everything strained out. Everything's cool now, but geez. That that was a wake up call for sure. I'll let you know they're not going, they're not going anywhere. No. As they're soon not, as you're born, as soon anywhere. as you get that social security card, they on your ass. Yep, they on you. Yep. In fact, they bought you with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ira, we got uh, our top five. You ready for top five? Uh, okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. Top five tools 
to know when filing your taxes? Oh, top five. Oh, uh, first of all, well, for this year, the first thing to know is if you received a child tax uh, advance, you need to know that amount. And the IRS has sent out letters on that mm-hmm. starting on um, late December. So you should have that letter uh, for you to file. I got it in my stack for you. Because <laughs> you would need that, let, mm-hmm. that letter. Uh, that's, that's one of the top fives. Uh, the second one is um, the... Well, let's see. Make sure I would, yeah, make sure you get all your documents before you try to run off and file. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to amend anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are far, yeah, they're way behind from the last couple of years. So you want to make sure you want to make this as smooth as possible. You can get your fund as fast as possible. Yep. Uh, that's probably the top five. Top Number three is on our website, we have a IRS contact list. So you can go there and find that. That way you can call the separate departments versus having to call that main number. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll save you some time. It won't save you a lot of time. <laughs> it won't save you a lot of time. But you can anticipate about, about a minimum about an hour on the phone. Mm-hmm. So, so with that, so that's, that's, that's one. And then, um, let's see, top five, you got that, you got that, you got that. And then let's try to think what else you need to do to make sure this year for, um, yeah, definitely e-file. You do anything, make sure you e-file. Okay. Because that's the fastest way they're going to get it. Uh, and, and make sure you keep, get a copy of the transmission for the e-file. Yeah, because sometimes still say, they'll still say, "Well, we haven't got it yet." Like, yeah, uh, that's one you thing you it. all you, you told me that in the beginning too. You're like any kind of transactions, you got to keep that number. Always keep that number. And I think we had to go back, and you know, like we we had to go back for a bunch of stuff, and I had those transaction numbers. You just put it in there real quick. Boom, we're done. Yep, got that. And then if you do mail anything, if you mail anything to the IRS, and actually not only the IRS, any government agency, if you mail anything to them, make sure you send it through the post office, certified mail, so you can track the delivery date. Yes. Because the delivery date stops any penalties or anything from going on. So you got a copy of that, track that, you can prove it because if it's delivered by the post office, which is a government agency, it's delivered. Mm-hmm. That's your proof. Uh, FedEx, maybe, but the- <laughs> nah, go to the post office. Go <laughs> to the post office. Don't sure. be messing around with no mail. FedEx, no UPS. With the tracker. <laughs> nah. Hold on to it. Oh, and scan all your documents and keep those. Yep. Keep, scan your documents, keep them, keep your records for seven years. All right. So, Ira, I know you, you told me you had an appointment after this, so we got <laughs> we got it. <laughs> All right. First, um, before we get to coming in hot, I know you got a promotion that you want to give out. So tell these folks what this promotion is. Um, go ahead. Oh, yes. So. We still want to help support the restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I'm not sure the IRS is letting going to let businesses uh, decrease uh, right off if you go to uh, visit a restaurant. Businesses go to go to restaurants. I'm not sure if they're going to keep that uh, 100% deduction this year. So what we want to do is we want to make it so everybody go out there and support national property. We want y'all to support them. So what we're going to do is if you go out between from the day until the end of February, February 28th and spend $25, bring your receipt in to us. If you want us to prepare your taxes, then we will give you a $25 off on that tax preparation. Are you listening to this, folks? So technically, you went to yep. the restaurant for free. <laughs> okay. People so out there, $25 off, bulletproof oh, tax. got to a sandwich. They got, you got to have a sandwich on there. Got to have a sandwich on there. That way we will definitely know. We want to see the sales of that sandwich go up. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, so this next segment is our coming in hot segment, okay? This is any topic that you want to get off your chest. It could be political. It could be religious. It could be about taxes. It could be funny. It could be about your kids. It could be about anything. All right, Ira. So, Ira, it's time to come in hot. What you got, Ira? Oh, coming in hot. Okay, let's see. Let's do this. Okay. If you're going to bring your kids to the tax office. Okay. <laughs> Hey, sure. listen, make listen, sure. everybody. Make sure. <laughs> make sure they are highly, they can maintain uh, something to maintain their attention through the span of the visit. <laughs> so we can focus. So we can focus. Because the more we can focus and get our attention to you, the better things will be for you. We don't like being distracted. <laughs> I couldn't imagine bringing my daughter to your office. You got a small one, Ira. I can't believe people are in there with their kids going ham all over the place at the Bulletproof Tax Office. <laughs> we have, we have it. <laughs> hey, Ira, go ahead and plug what you need to plug. Your website, your, your social media, whatever you got. Okay, our website is because because we do do virtual appointments as well. So our oh, website cool. is bulletproof tax center, bulletprooftax.com. Mm -hmm. And on there you can make your appointments on there. You can upload your documents securely through there, through that website. You can download a lot of our, our, our tax intake form. You can do that. Everything we try to make it as easy and for you as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to better serve you, make sure you get the better chance to, you know, just capitalize on your time, maximize your time while you're out here trying to get these taxes done. Reduce the stress. Yes. And you have reduced my stress over this last, a little bit over a year now. And I just want to yeah, thank you for, yeah, 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 I just want to thank you for coming through, Ira. You know, like you, you changed my life in a good way. So. Thank you so much. Um, hopefully people out there took your advice. We'll continue to take your advice and hop over to Bulletproof Tax. That's my tax guy as well. So all these folks out there asking, how do you do this? How do you do that? Talk to Ira. 
Yes. My job yeah, here is done. Anyway, we, yeah, we have a free 30-minute consultation. So there you go. If you want to use us or not, but you got a question, we can answer that question for you. All right. Well, for Coming In Hot, this is Chef Cease. Don't forget to subscribe to Coming In Hot wherever you subscribe to your podcast. If you want those delicious mouth-watering chicken sandwiches, and you can get 25% off if you spend over $25 at Bulletproof Tax. www.nashandproper.com. If you want to holler at me directly, at Chef Cease, at Coming In Hot. I'll see you next week. Love you. Peace.